John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Welcome to the Bridgeway Christian Church Daily Advent Devotional for Thursday, December 15th. My name is Dan Bodie, and I have served as a former Stephen Ministry leader at Bridgeway. Today I'm going to talk about discovering joy in the gospel. In pretty much every instance I can recall, I ultimately equate love with joy. There are definitely times where love is also associated with pain as well. But even then, the end result for me has been joy in some form. I grew up in the church, but I didn't come to know Christ until I went to college. Like a lot of kids, I went to church because that's what our family just did. It was more of a social thing. I didn't really read the Bible at all unless I was forced to, but we had to memorize a lot of verses. One of the classics was John 3.16. It was probably the only one I remembered as an adult before I became a Christian. When I accepted Christ, the first thing I did was get a new Bible. It was a red-letter edition, so all the words of Christ were printed in red. As a new Christian, I was instructed to read the Gospel of John first, so that's what I did. I knew the gospel story from my upbringing, but I was reading it with new eyes this time. When I got to John 3.16, I made what was for me a profound realization. It was printed in red. Jesus was saying this about himself. Throughout my life to this point, I never knew this. I always thought it was part of the narrative that John had written. I remember having to stop and go back to read it over and over from this new perspective. Not only was Jesus saying that God loved me, but he was telling me that he was God's gift as the expression of that love. He was a man living on this earth, telling me that God had a gift for me, and he is that gift. This was my first experience of finding joy in the gospel. I've always felt like the gospel was a love letter from God to his creation, and joy is a result of love. So joy has become a pretty consistent theme in the gospel for me. The way people think about most things, though, might lead to some misconceptions about the joy God wants us to understand. People tend to think about stuff in a linear fashion. We see life as a series of events that progressively build upon each other, leading up to a certain goal. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but it does limit our understanding of God. I often focus so intently on the goal that I fail to see what God is doing around me every day. I overlook the joy he has placed right in front of me. I have learned to read the gospel with the intent of finding joy or love or grace. In my own life experience, and I think the lives of most people, we often experience joy more intently right after having to face a trial of some kind. The events of our lives are meant to show us a glimpse of what is to come. I am the youngest of six children. When you're in a big, relatively close family, Christmas is a big deal. In our house, we put the Christmas tree up several weeks before Christmas, and the presents went under the tree right away. We had weeks to stare at all those wrapped packages, trying to figure out what they were. All that anticipation really led up to a better surprise when we opened them on Christmas. Unless it was clothes. Clothes were not considered an actual gift. One year, I remember my brother Michael just couldn't take the pressure anymore. He decided he had to know what at least one of his presents was. One morning in the days before Christmas, he picked up one of his presents, very carefully pulled back the tape on the end of the wrapping paper, and peeked inside. 
In that moment, when he saw what was in the package, in that moment, when he saw what was in the package, he simultaneously gained his knowledge and stole his own joy. He knew what was in the package for a few days before Christmas, but he no longer had the excitement that normally came with receiving the gift. He had to fake his surprise when he opened it. And this is where God's thoughts and man's thoughts differ. We want to know everything right away. People just don't like to wait. That's why there's so much talk about patience is a virtue, blah, blah, blah. Someone is always trying to talk sense into me and slow me down, usually my wife. We think the more we know, the wiser we will be. But knowledge discovered and used at the wrong time is not wisdom. So God gives us glimpses of the joy he has for us through the gospel. We get glimpses because we are not capable of understanding the whole thing at any given time. I don't know about you, but every time I read scripture, I learn something different based on how I'm feeling in that moment, like I did when I read John 3.16. He is always talking to me, and he surely doesn't make me laugh sometimes. We see the joy of the birth of Christ when the physical presence of God of all comfort compressed the hay in the manger. Then we see the additional joy when we understand that he is here to rescue us from the pain our sin would normally subject us to. Later, we experience joy as we see him overcome the evil in the world that would bring us down so we can have a closer relationship with him. Then, after his resurrection, we find joy again in the fact that nothing in all of our understanding can possibly keep us apart from him. Throughout the gospel, I see all the threads of different expressions of God that bring me joy. I see faithfulness, mercy, hope, and love. All of these bring me joy. Joy is a result of something. It is what comes after. I find joy in his efforts to have a relationship with me. He is love, and I have often run from him, but his is a love that is incapable of quitting its pursuit of me. But in the end, what all these glimpses are meant to show me is something that my human mind is currently unable to grasp. My joy will be made complete when I come into his presence. Joy will be the creation I live within. The world that he creates for us will be a total immersion in his joy. There won't be any need for contrast. There will be no such thing as sorrow. Right now, here, today, I actively seek joy in the gospel, and I discover it in the simple fact that he created everything I know of and everything I don't, and then wrote me a letter about it, just to get my attention and let me know he's got this. So as you start every day, even after Christmas, begin by asking yourself, where will I find his joy today?